If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. and opinions expressed on my story living with lupus podcast represents each person's individual experience by listening to this podcast or reading our blog you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others as always Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Friday, July 3rd, 2020. This episode, I will be discussing the Euro Lupus Project. The latest in healthcare news, the winner of the Big Bath and Beyond gift card, and is there another heart procedure for me in the horizon? Also, welcome to the listeners on Pandora. That's right, my story, Living with Lupus podcast, can now be heard on Pandora. Door. And there is another special addition to the show that you'll hear about later on. So, you know what I want you to do. From the United States all the way to Milan, Italy. That's right. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea. And to my listeners late at night you know i appreciate you so grab your favorite glass of wine and join the conversation right here on my story living with lupus Michigan hospitals still expect to lose millions after $850 million in federal coronavirus funds. 
We're talking about seven hospitals located right here in Michigan that were hit hard by the coronavirus outbreak, but they have received more than $850 million in federal funds, according to federal data. The funds are meant to patch budget holes suffered by providers in high-impact areas. But hospitals, some of which have laid off thousands of workers in recent months, maintain the money falls far short of what's needed to make up for losses. Some, in fact, continued this week to cut staff. Now, I have been telling my sister this while the virus, well, while, well, let me put it this way. When the, when the virus hit, I told her that it will be a lot of jobs lost within the healthcare field due to the impact of this virus. I also told her that one of my main concerns was that people who are in underserved areas and individuals who are underinsured will eventually have no place to seek medical attention. Now, with the way this impact went and is still going, I think eventually that some of the hospitals here in Michigan will close their doors, which will lead or leave a lot of underserved, underinsured individuals um, searching for someone to assist them with their medical care. Now, the federal stimulus money does not cover all losses. Now, though 1,200 of Trinity Health, um, which is uh, part of a Livonia-based Trinity Health care system, 2,600 workers were laid off in the spring, returned to work, furloughs have been extended for others and other employees that represent full-time equivalents face layoffs or reduced hours. Now, Trinity and others say the federal funds fall short 
of the millions lost as hospitals shut down higher revenue non-emergency procedures so they could focus attention on a crush of COVID-19 patients in March, April, and May. Now, it's irony for healthcare that's different than other businesses. Chief Operating Officer at Henry Ford Health System, which treated hundreds of COVID-19 patients a day at the height of the pandemic. Henry Ford has received 182.4 million in high impact funds for its work with COVID-19 patients. Federal data shows. Now, during the pandemic, Riney said, you're the heroes in the community. You're doing everything you can beyond any means, putting yourself at risk to make sure that community is safe. But you're also having to furlough employees because you have to shut down other big parts of your operations. Now, when it comes to last Friday, Henry Ford had cared for 3,947 patients hospitalized with COVID-19 since the outbreak first hit Michigan. The extraordinary cost of pandemic care, special equipment, personal protective gear, additional staff exceeded $80 million. Now, when it came to another hospital, which is located in metropolitan Detroit. We're talking about the Detroit Medical Center. Now, the Detroit Medical Center is located in what they consider Midtown. And Detroit Medical Center is considered a safety net health system with a high portion of patients who are poor, 
uninsured or underinsured. Now, the DMC would not say, state whether it received the 108.6 million cited in the federal database, nor would it answer questions about its budgetary losses during the pandemic, despite repeated requests. Now, this is consistent with DMC consistent refusal to make basic information public during the outbreak. DMC previously would not publicly release information on the number of COVID-19 cases recorded during the state's initial coronavirus surge. Now, DMC spokesperson Jason Barkese instead issued a statement that said in part, quote, unquote, we are grateful for the federal assistance we have received, which has helped offset some, but not all, of the impact of the pandemic. Other large systems listed as receiving high-impact funds were McLaren Healthcare, which received $34.7 million, Trinity Health Michigan, which received $65.7 million, according to federal data. Hundreds of millions of additional federal dollars in general distribution, coronavirus relief, have been distributed to Michigan's large and small providers, including small doctor's offices, payments as tiny as eight dollars and based on calculations that include previous Medicare payments. Other funds were separately awarded to rural hospitals and those deemed safety net hospitals. Now in Flint, a city-owned Hurley Medical Center cared for about 350 hospitalized COVID-19 patients. The cost of intensive care for coronavirus patients compounded by lost revenue from canceled procedures 
and emergency room visits that dropped more than half from pre-COVID levels forced the independent hospital to furlough or lay off more than 150 workers. Now, as an independent hospital had no apparent company to turn to for financial help, Hurley received $26.9 million from the Provider Relief Fund, which included $18.5 million in high-impact funds. Now, getting back to Detroit Medical Center, better known as the DMC, the DMC is a for-profit hospital. And I don't know why that um, the DMC allegedly refused to release information to the public about how many patients that were seen um, for the COVID, hospitalized for COVID-19. Like I stated, my main concern now is that patients who are underserved and underinsured, if something should happen down the road where we see another surge, the second surge of this virus happens, will they receive care in the community of the city of Detroit? And hopefully no hospital will close their doors. But I know that all hospitals had to take a tremendous hit from the virus. Had to. And it's still taking a hit because you have patients who are really afraid to seek medical attention right now because they're scared if they come into, like I said, the prof- I'm going to use this as an example, the prevent professional building where their doctor is located and the professional building is um, adjacent to the hospital, they're scared to go to seek help. But I will tell you this, don't let your health linger. Seek the necessary health care you need. Don't wait because I don't want you to become a statistic because you were scared to go in and see your doctor. If you don't want to go in, do telemedicine where you download an app on your cell phone 
and you can visually see your doctor. When we return, we'll be talking about the Euro Lupus Project. And I would like to welcome aboard Goli Gummies. That's right, Goli Gummies. We all know the benefits of apple cider vinegar. Now you guys know that I'm a vegan and that I have lupus along with other health issues. I used to take ACV every morning before I worked out, but eventually the taste of ACV got to me and I had to look for another alternative. And that's when a friend of mine turned me on to Goli. Goli is the first apple cider vinegar gummy. They give you all the benefits of ACV without the taste. That's right. Goli is vegan, gelatin-free, gluten-free, and 100% organic. And the vitamins and the ACV in Goli promotes a healthy heart by maintaining a healthy cholesterol range, controls blood sugar levels, and also curbs your appetite. And the best part about Goli, for every sale generated, a child in need receives a six-month supply of essential vitamins with vitamin angels. So if you don't believe what I'm saying, I'm going to give you some information so you can try Goli for yourself. Here's a promo code you can use. It's Sue Lin One. That's S U E L Y N N E One. And you'll receive 5% off of your initial purchase. Also, I'll leave a link. In the description, in the podcast. So, why don't you go and try it for yourself? You won't believe how good it tastes. That's Goalie. Let's briefly discuss the Euro Lupus Project. Now, Euro means Europe. The Euro Lupus 
Project provides updated information on the epidemiologic characteristics of systemic lupus erythematosus, better known to us as SLE at the change of the millennium and defines several clinical and immunological prognostic factors. The Eurolupus cohort is composed of 1,000 patients with SLE who have been followed prospectively since 1991. Among other findings, this project has shown that A, the age at onset of the disease, the gender and the autoantibody pattern, among other factors, modify the disease expression and define some specific SLE subsets. B, most of the SLE inflammatory manifestations are less common after long-term evolution of the disease, thus probably reflecting the effect of therapy as well as the progressive remission of the disease in many patients. And lastly, see a more prominent role of thrombotic events is becoming evident, affecting both morbidity and mortality in SLE. Now, another side of this Eurolupus project is the Swedish systemic lupus erythematosus. Um, patients are affected, still affected by irreversible organ damage. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, let me get some water. The background of this is although the survival of patients with systemic lupus erythematosus, SLE, has improved, irreversible organ damage remains a critical concern. We aimed to characterize damage accrual and its clinical associations and causes of death in Swedish patients. Now, the methods that they derived their findings from was as follows. Accumulation of damage was evaluated in 543 consecutively recruited and well-characterized cases during 1998 through 2017. 
19. The Systemic Lupus International Collaborating Clinics, better known as SLIC, S-L-I-C-C, American College of Rheumatology Damage Index, better known as SDI, was used to estimate damage. The results shown that organ damage based on SDI was observed in 59% and extensive damage was observed in 25% of the cases. And SDI was significantly associated with higher age at onset. Now, SLE duration, the number of fulfilled SLIC criteria, neurologic disorder, antiphospholipid antibody syndrome, better known as APS, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, depression, secondary Sjogren's syndrome, better known as SS. In addition, SDI was associated with renal and hematological disorders, serocystis, and interstitial lung disease. A multiple regression model identified not only well-known risk factors like APS, antihypertensives, and corticosteroids, but pericarditis, anemia, lymphopenia, myositis, as being linked to SDI, malignancies, infections, and cardiovascular disease were the leading cause of death. The conclusion of the study is this. After a mean SLE duration of 17 years, the majority of today's Swedish SLE patients have occurred damage. They confirm previous observations and report some novel findings regarding disease phenotypes and damage accrual. All right, I know that this is what everybody's been waiting for. The winner of the Bed, Bath, and Beyond gift card. 
No one won. I guess you guys don't like free stuff. Look, I'm trying to make somebody smile, make your heart a little happy. And to all my listeners who are under 21, I got you covered for when you start back to school. So just stay tuned. It will be happening in, um, let's see, August. That's right. It will be in August. We're going to take a little load off of your parents. So, yes, you will be receiving something if you're under the age of 21. Just say eight. Well, if you're in school, whatever, college or whatever, it'll be a help to you. Now, if you had participated in the Bed, Bath, and Beyond giveaway, along with that gift card from Bed, Bath, and Beyond, you would have received a $50 Visa gift card from the Charlie E. and Minnie P. Hendricks Foundation to assist you with purchasing some of your meds. So that will all go back into my box of giveaways and you never know when it'll come back up again this time it'll be 50 maybe the foundation will throw another 50 dollar visa gift card in there but you never know Well, it's that time for me. But before I go, just want to let you know that um, I received a call. It was Tuesday. I was doing some research and I received a call and I looked at my phone and I said, hmm, this is the cardiologist's office. I said, I wonder what's up. So... I answered the phone. I said, hello. And the voice on the other end, they said, Miss Hendricks, you are scheduled to have this test done on the second. I looked at the phone and I said to the person on the other end of the phone, I said, you sure you have the right Susan Hendricks. And they said, Miss Hendricks, yeah, we know it's you. And they gave me their name. And so I said, girl, what you talking about? I said, it's been 30 days since um, I've been out of the hospital. I said, what's going on? And they said, oh, the doctor has to tell you. But you do have a test. Um, on the 2nd, early 
early in the morning. And um, she said, you didn't know about it? I said, no. I said, what's going on? I said, you're not going to hook hook a sister up and tell her what's going on? She said, you know, we can't do that. So I went in for the test. And I'm looking while they're doing their thing. And um, I'm looking at what was on the monitor. And I said, oh, boy, I think I'm in trouble again. And so when the tech got through, she said, "Um, you can get up now. But what I want you to do is just sit on the side for a while um, until you get yourself together. And I said, uh, confirmation. Confirmation. You just told me what I suspected after I seen what I seen. So I will know officially Monday what will happen now. But I want to thank and welcome, Goli Gummy Vitamins. You guys, go check them out. I gave you the link, well, the promo code. The link will be in the description box of the podcast. Use it, try it out. Let me tell you, you cannot taste the ACV in the gummy. It's really good good I take it um, before I work out and um, it even suppresses your appetite so go if you don't believe what I'm saying check them out and order your supply and tell them that you heard it on the my story living with lupus podcast also welcome to my pandora listeners when i got that email the earlier part of the week stating that pandora had picked my show up i was happy so welcome pandora And you guys, before I go, I want to leave you with this. I want you to be safe over the 4th of July holiday weekend. But I want you to do what I want you to do before you close your eyes tonight and do it the first thing in the morning when you open your beautiful eyes is to count your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what God hath done Johnson Oatman Jr. I'm your host Susan Hendricks for my story Living with Lubitz. I'll see you guys next Friday and give you the update on will this be her procedure 
Number three, you never know. I'm not worried. So, you guys have a safe, enjoyable, love on your family. And don't forget to count your blessings.